Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the On the Pony Express podcast. Part of the On 3 network. Check out all the SMU coverage you need at ontheponyexpress.com. Now, now. here's your host, Billy Embody. Billy Embody. One, two, three. Here we go. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. I am Billy Embody. Happy Monday. We are presented by our friends at Status Jet, and we'll talk about them in a second. But first, we will have to talk about SMU's big commitment from the weekend. That was Elijah Pratt, the IMG Academy safety from the Arlington area, committed to the Mustangs. But let's shout out our friends at Status Jet. Status Jet, they just wrapped up. One of their biggest weekends of the year, which is the Super Bowl, being able to get people to and from their destinations to wherever the Super Bowl is, particularly this year in Las Vegas, is something that you need to trust the best of the best at. And that is why we trust our friends at Status Jet, their personal touch in every aspect of your trip is really what sets them apart. And that goes from scheduling and arranging your private jet experience to buying or selling an aircraft, Status Jet can get you wherever you need to go with the level of luxury you expect from a chartering experience. And don't forget, guys, now that the Super Bowl is behind us, there are big weekends coming up. You've got spring break trips to Mexico or Colorado or wherever you want to spend your spring break. They can hook you up. David Henry and his team, proud supporters of SMU Athletics from a sponsorship perspective, are also proud supporters of On the Pony Express, which means you can get a discount on a round trip, uh, round trip flight by using the code PONYUPACC or mentioning ontheponyexpress.com when you book with Status Jet. And also, with the Super Bowl behind us, another sporting event coming up in just a few weeks is the Masters. Looking forward to watching that as well from my couch with my son, hopefully. But... We can tell you guys that Status Jet can help you guys get to and from that event as well. Uh, again, with that luxury uh, touch you would expect uh, whenever you, you get a chance to go to Augusta uh, and catch the Masters. That's another big private jet event. So trust our friends at Status Jet to get you to and from wherever you need to go with that elite level of luxury that David Henry and his team uh, you know, bring to the table. You can give them a call, 866 405 1225 to start that conversation with them, um, no matter how big or small of an aircraft you might need for your, your chartering experience. Let's get to it. SMU landed a commitment over the weekend from 2025 safety Elijah Pratt, uh, who pledged to the Mustangs over offers from Houston, Auburn, Penn State, and others. This is a big commitment for Scott Simons, who was really hoping to get uh, Pratt on board at some point, and sure enough, uh, he delivered his public commitment over the weekend on Saturday. 
Um, and this is a big one for SMU. He's been a top priority for the Mustangs for a long time now. If you've been following uh, on theponyexpress.com, which you can subscribe for just a dollar for two months using code SMU1, that's SMU the number one. Uh, Elijah Pratt was one of the top prospects on Scott Simon's board for quite some time. And uh, his teammate, I, I saw Elijah yesterday on Sunday, little morning action, uh, soaking wet fields out there in DeSoto for the uh, uh, Pylon 7-on-7 seven seven tournament. Him and Texas Threat were out there competing. But I uh, joked with him after we were done interviewing. I said, your old teammate, Nathan Tillman, beat you to the punch. I, I thought you might be one of the early ones that would commit, which he still is. Uh, don't get me wrong, but uh, it's just funny how, how timing can play out. Nathan Tillman, uh, his old teammate at Mansfield Timberview, uh, did announce his commitment. Uh, to kick off February on the 3rd, and he's now in the boat. Of course, he had Baylor, TCU, Texas Tech, and other offers on his plate. He was also out there competing at Pylon uh, as well, but didn't get a chance to catch up with him. Uh, but I, I joked with Elijah that that uh, I thought, you know, he might be one of those first commitments in the class. And he said, yeah, you know, just needed to you know, take my time, take some visits. He's had a big start to his season, or excuse me, his year, uh, transferring from Arlington Mansfield Timberview uh, to IMG Academy for his senior season, which will be interesting to see how Elijah Pratt uh, ends up playing on a national stage uh, with those high-level prospects that are uh, littering the IMG roster year in, year out. He'll obviously get a chance to practice with that team uh, this spring and and get his feet wet on that front. But um, I think he's somebody that probably ends up being a high three-star when he gets graded here pretty soon. Uh, our rankings team is going to um, uh, uh, get a chance to uh, take a f in-depth look at him as the uh, 2025 rankings now take center stage with 2024 behind us. So be on the lookout for that in, in the future. Um, and, and that'll be a good starting point for him uh, as far as a ranking goes with the opportunity to really raise his, his, um, his stock at IMG. I mean, that is a program that when you're on the field, and if you can't tell somebody is a, a dude, uh, it, it's, it can be telling. So I'm interested to see how he, um, you know, ends up working out there at IMG as he makes that move for his senior season, which was somewhat surprising. Uh, you know, he's got Nathan Tillman in the second or had Nathan Tillman in the secondary with him at uh, Mansfield Timberview, uh, but ends up uh, transferring to IMG. Elijah Pratt uh, is uh, commitment number five for the Mustangs in the class of 2025. Uh, they now uh, sit 21st nationally in the country, fifth in the ACC, that according to the on three industry ranking. And SMU will have a chance to move up a little bit here just because uh, Nathan Tillman and Elijah Pratt are both guys that need to get ranked by uh, our team at on three. Um, and once they do, we'll, we'll get a better feel for where SMU stands nationally um, when it comes down to it. But um, SMU sits sixth in the ACC on the on three rankings uh, for, for the league. Uh, I think I said uh, they were fifth um, on the on three industry ranking 21st nationally. And then uh, you've got them 22nd. So pretty good kind of consensus that SMU sits with the top 25 class right now, which is what you want. If you're Rhett Lashley and company uh, getting a chance to start things off with a bang. Um, and, and we'll see where it goes from here now that Elijah Pratt is on board, but, uh, Scott Simons making quick work with two safety commitments in the past week. So big news for SMU over the weekend, getting Elijah Pratt, a longtime target on board.
So what's next for SMU in the class of 2025? Well, one key thing that we'll be watching uh, over the course of the next few months is the status of Keelan Russell. Uh, the four-star quarterback's been committed to SMU for quite some time now, and um, <clears throat> I caught up with him at the Pylon 7-on-7 tournament, and you can catch the full story at OnThePonyExpress.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But one thing I'll, I'll say about about Keelan is he's got, I think, an interesting kind of story with his recruitment. He's uh, he's got that that kind of high end talent uh, that you would expect maybe some some bigger schools to come in on and, and really you know change his uh, recruitment and, and kind of make him reevaluate things potentially because he did commit to SMU so early um but the thing with keelan is uh he's got that um tie to smu and and i think rhett lashley and Derek king are, are the two that are you know for the most part leading it now but when you look at keelan's recruitment i think it's important to note he picked smu over Ole Miss and and some other programs that it offered early so he's already kind of uh you know picked smu over some big offers i mean when he committed to smu over Ole miss i mean that was the time when uh, I know it was early in the season, but Ole Miss was certainly humming and and was well on their way to having a, a New Year's Six uh, bowl appearance and and having a really strong season under Lane Kiffin. And we all really know what um, you know he can bring to the table from an offensive perspective. But now he's added Cal, he added UCLA, which was right before the coaching change with Chip Kelly, and then uh, added a Florida offer. He visited Florida uh, before the dead period. I think it'll just be important for SMU to get him back on campus since for spring ball. And I think that's something that Keelan wants to do for sure. Uh, he's He led off the month of January getting back to SMU and doing some recruiting, recruiting with JV on holiday uh, when Tyron Polly, the four-star defensive back from Duncanville, was on campus for a visit. And just kind of having conversation with with Keelan on Sunday, you know, I kind of asked him, I was like, how how is the coaching staff handling your – recruitment now that you are taking a couple visits you're picking up some offers you've said that you're a little open and he said you know I trust them to get me to be a Heisman candidate and at the same time they want what's best for Keelan Russell and that's how they've approached their recruitment from the from the beginning with him and so I think he has a good bit of trust with the SMU coaching staff uh, and he's and he's on on record saying that but I think that's important that Rhett Lashley and his staff, as you enter a dead period, as you still have months to go until summer hits, you have your quarterback who's been committed since September. He's added more offers since. He committed way early, which I'm more of a guy that favors kids at least making it to, to January before their senior seasons, before making a decision, because you can see a lot of the coaching carousel play out. Unless you are a kid who no matter what is going to go to X school, it's my dream school. It's uh, I know the 
the situation there is is never going to change for me. That's why I'm going there. And I'm always going to want to go there. I would, if I was advising kids, tell them to wait. And this is a prime example why. Now, it's easier to hang on to commitments for the most part when you have them committed, especially at the quarterback position, then having to be SMU where Cal, UCLA, Florida jumps into the mix now. You've still got Ole Miss playing around. If he was uncommitted, it might be a, a, a true shakeup to his recruitment. But Keelan has also invested a lot of time at, at SMU, recruiting, being around the program. Uh, he was out there at 7-on-7 seven seven, uh, having a SMU football jacket on. So it's not like he is donning a, a bunch of different gear from different schools and really leaning into the recruiting process. This year already, he's been at Battle Miami, a big national stage for a four-star. We, we've got it in the top 150. He's going to get questions. He's going to get people asking him, well, where do you stand? How does your commitment uh, look right now? And so you get on the radar of media, and that's kind of how things like this can become a, a true storyline. And so I think that's important to know when we look at Keelan Russell and what he's ultimately going to do. If I'm SMU, going into the summer, I'd like to see him shut things down and be on campus recruiting during June. And then, of course, back in the fall, if they're pushing for guys late, those are all things that you want to have done by the time the summer comes around. SMU's quarterback room is in a great spot. They've got Preston Stone. They've got Kevin Jennings, Keldrick Luster, Tyler Aronson. They're in a good spot. What SMU needs from Keelan Russell is at some point to make a final decision. Now, he told me he wants that done before his senior season, which could come at any point, of course. But what SMU will need from him is to get that done sooner rather than later. And so I think just getting him on campus, sharing uh, the the situation he's walking into, the expectations, how Derek King is going to coach him. I think he's a big piece in this moving forward. One thing Keelan really likes is how Derek has played in SMU system. He's played at the pro level recently. He said that should be a good way to really vibe with him as far as coaching him up on what it actually is like in this offense and at the college level because Derek has done it so recently. So getting him on campus is key. I left our conversation feeling like SMU sits in a good spot to hang on to his commitment. If you look at the schools that are after him right now, as far as the schools he listed off to me, Cal, UCLA, Florida, he mentioned Ole Miss again, but I don't know how big of a threat that is uh, to SMU right now with where it stands. And then he said Texas A&M. And if Texas A&M circles on him, I think that's one that you're really, truly going to have to pay attention to because it is in-state. It is the SEC, and they are trying to get this thing rolling in College Station under Mike Elko. So we'll be watching that. But I think when you look at distance, Cal, UCLA, Florida, nice offers, you know, they're worth paying attention to. Sometimes, sometimes in recruiting, common sense can somewhat prevail. And I... I do think for a guy like Keelan Russell from Texas, from Dallas, I would be surprised if he went out to Cal and UCLA. I think he had a great time at Florida. He drove all the way there, drove all the way back. That took your Friday to drive there. That took your Sunday to drive back. That's what your family's going to have to deal with. And Gainesville isn't the easiest place to fly into either. So if you're looking to have your family be 
able to attend some of your games, I just don't think Florida is going to be the spot that unseats SMU. And on top of that, Billy Napier and his staff are going through it right now. I mean, this is a program that uh, has to win or else there's a lot of buzz that Billy Napier could be on the outs. So if that's the case, Keelan Russell flipped before then. I mean, he is he's making an interesting call, but I don't get the sense that there's anything imminent uh for him as far as backing off. I could be wrong, but he was pretty real with me and has been from the get-go. Um, it, it it's funny when spring ball rolled around last year early. I interviewed Keelan and he mentioned SMU, but didn't necessarily have them among the schools he listed off right away. And you go through the the recruiting process and you see who recruits you hard. And by the end of the summer, multiple visits later, he was ready to commit to SMU. And I think that's worth noting and looking back on it and, and showing that these things can certainly change, but also you have to remember what what brought Keelan Russell to SMU. And that's the offense that's Rhett Lashley being being the guy that is your head coach, your OC, your QB coach, as he put it, uh, while also now having Derek King in there and you've got teammates committed. There's just a lot in favor for SMU to hold on to Keelan Russell. And so I think that's worth noting. I don't think right now anything is imminent, but because he's been kind of on this national media stage, it's become a little bit more of a storyline. So we'll continue to track it. I left just kind of taking his words and everything he talked about, he really has a lot of reasons for himself to end up at SMU. So we'll see how it plays out. With that now, uh, we turn our attention to uh, other targets in the class of 2025. And SMU, of course, went through that junior day uh, about a week. Yeah, a week ago now. Uh, It's crazy. Time flies. Um, It's only been a week. But SMU did have some top targets on campus. And, and some of those guys, I think, are ones to really note and, and, and keep an eye on when it comes to SMU. And, and one of them is Tyron Polly. I think now that you have two safeties committed in Elijah Pratt and Nathan Tillman, you have Tyron Polly, who's been a big target for SMU for quite some time. And he's somebody that I'm keeping an eye on if he wants to make a decision relatively soon, uh, because he has been to campus a bunch of times. He's been to some other spots as well. And another one is is Kobe Foreman, uh, who I saw at the Pylon 7-on-7 tournament, a, a big kind of thick corner. Kind of reminds me of a taller A.J. Davis in a sense with more size, but he's kind of just got that little edge to him when he plays. And so he's been around campus a lot. I think those two guys are ones to really keep an eye on when it comes to SMU and 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 where they're at. And then you've got Devin Ferris on the offensive line when you flip flip sides of the ball. I think he was really impressed by SMU coming away uh, with an offer a couple weeks ago and then making the decision to quickly get up to Dallas from Houston to take a visit. I think he's somebody that SMU is really going to be in it for until the end. And on the defensive line, as this is a really important piece, Chase Sims seemed to really connect with Calvin Thibodeau the defensive line coach for SMU. So we're keeping an eye on those guys, among others, but don't want to spill all the beans uh, when it comes to targets for SMU and and where things stand, uh, as we've been dropping a ton of junior day intel and stories 
at ontheponyexpress.com for our subscribers. So be sure to pay attention to that as we continue to drop that. And speaking of paying attention, please pay attention to Status Jet. Status Jet can get you to and from wherever you need to for any of your events. If you want to fly private, if you want to do it in a big plane with a bunch of friends, or if you want to do it small and just get up and down with a level of, of luxury and ease when it comes to just rolling up and jumping on a plane, Status Jet is the company to work with. You can use code PONYUPACC for a discount on a round trip flight or just mention on the PonyExpress.com. Give David Henry and his team a call, 866 405 1225. We're actually meeting this week to talk about how we can make it an option for SMU fans to get to and from some of these big ACC games uh, that are coming down the pipeline. We know SMU kicks off in Reno, Nevada now as well. So we'll talk about that one. And we're going to try to do it in a fun way that maybe pay attention to. It might not be what you guys think when you think private jet. We could be doing something that involves chartering a plane, similar to some fan trips and, and things like that, that some NFL teams do, some other schools do for bowl games. We're looking at options to make it a fun experience for SMU fans that in the end might save you some money. Who knows if we can get in and out on a game day or if we can land and spend Friday night in whatever city and then be out right after the game. That can save you on hotels. That can save you on rental cars if we can put together a bus for fans to take as well to and from the airport and things like that and to the game. Those are all options we're looking at, and that's because their team can help us put that together and do it at a high level of quality. So pay attention to our friends at Status Jet. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We're going to kind of close out the podcast talking a little bit about SMU basketball um, because I, I don't really have too much else when it comes to football. The exciting part is uh, I'll close with this on football. Spring football will start February 27th, so be on the lookout uh, for that. The spring ball uh, schedule will probably be coming out or leaked out at some point relatively soon, and we'll get a chance to really dive into previewing spring ball with Jordan Hoffaditz on the site now and Kevin Longquist as well. We'll be able to give you guys everything you need to know when it comes to spring ball and, and how it's going to play out for the Mustangs and what we're watching as they get back on the field here Pretty quickly. I mean, the season ended, what, December 28th or 29th with, with the Fenway Bowl and not even two months later, right at right at two months later. And uh, SMU is back on the field. Uh, so continue to uh, stay on on the Pony Express for for our preview content that starts later this week for spring football. When it comes to SMU basketball, they did get a key win Sunday before the Super Bowl. And uh, SMU came away with a 71-68 win over North Texas in Moody Coliseum. A critical win as SMU came back and was able to overcome uh, North Texas, who made it difficult on SMU. This was not a pretty game. SMU has been kind of up and down defensively lately. They haven't been playing up to their usual, usual standard, but they've been able to get some points when they needed them. And Jaheim Hudson came on strong 
made a pair of free throws, hit a three, and another layup in the 11-0 run that put SMU up for good. And talk about Jalen Smith getting more minutes in place of Ricardo Wright, who missed due to a family funeral. He was able to lead, co-lead, SMU with 14 points, going four or five from three-point range. Really impressive day for Jalen Smith to get himself kind of on the back, on the on the right side of offensively producing that he needed to, you know, maybe boost his confidence. Chuck Harris and Zurich Phelps both also scored in double digits. And I think this is the kind of the the first win of conference play, maybe outside of UAB, where if you're really watching closely, this was one that you said, okay, they needed this. It was a good quality team that has already beaten SMU once. They needed to win this game because coming down the stretch now with the ACC, excuse me, with the AAC, SMU sits in fourth, tied with UAB there, but they're staring up at South Florida, who's 10-1 and overall, FAU, 9-2 and overall, and Charlotte, 9-2 and overall. That, that's in conference play. So SMU, a game back from FAU and Charlotte, and the Mustangs will have some opportunities here to make some noise down the stretch. They've got Tulane this week, which is one that you've got to believe SMU should win. And then you've got Memphis coming to town just under a week from today, six days out. That is a key game. Memphis has really fallen off in league play, but they're still just a game behind SMU. And then you've got FAU on the road in a Thursday night game on February 22nd. And then you play February 25th at USF. That three-game stretch, really, assuming they get by Tulane, that three-game stretch could completely change the way SMU is viewed, not only for a potential bubble, Maybe they can fight their way back onto the bubble. They've won four straight games now. But if they can close out, real, I mean, it's possible if this team plays to their potential to close out the regular season, winning the next seven games. Once you get through USF, you've got UTSA. You've got East Carolina, who's the middle of the pack team. And then you finish up at UAB, who you've already beaten. And if they can find a way to do it again, you're sitting there putting yourself in a position where you could very well be calling yourself regular season champs. I'm still in the in the boat that SMU needs to win the AAC tournament to make it to the big dance. But if they can get squarely on the bubble with a regular season tournament win, and then you're playing at Dickey's Arena for the AAC tournament, maybe that gives SMU a little bit more confidence being somewhat local, not having to travel, where they can make a run in the tournament. And if they can win it, then you're in and you don't have to worry about it. But SMU has that ability when they're playing at their best to play with anybody in this league. But their toughest tests are still ahead with FAU and USF later this month. So we'll be watching those two road games in particular. Uh, it's, It's too bad SMU didn't get an opportunity earlier in league play to play them at Moody Coliseum. That's just how the cookie crumbled for SMU in a way. They've got to take advantage of this lineup even more so because of that and close out the regular season, quite honestly, without a loss in league play the rest of the way. But when you win games like they did against North Texas on Sunday, that can give you the confidence to do that. When you get over that hump of you know, close games not going your way or the loss to UNT earlier this season, get back on the right side of that, 
suddenly you can feel a little bit more confident in yourself. And instead of having a problem where they can't win against good opponents and reasonably good competition, they just got a critical win over North Texas to boost that confidence. Now they go to Tulane, should be able to take care of business there. And then you're in this kind of critical stretch. They could go 0-3 against Memphis, FAU, and USF. They could go 3-0. and They could be in the middle of the pack on, on that going 1-2 and or 2-1. and But they need to go 3-0 and to have a chance to be squarely on the bubble come tournament time and to put themselves in position to win the regular season uh, AAC tournament. Or excuse me, win the AAC in the regular season and then tee themselves up with a good situation for the tournament. Also, winning some of these games down the stretch be important for seeding, getting SMU a bye. That would be clutch as well if they can close things out the right way. So Rob Lanier and his staff got a big win on Sunday. It wasn't pretty. It 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 wasn't, you know, the way you would have drawn it up. They were also missing Ricardo Wright, who's been playing well as of late for SMU too. So that was uh, something that SMU needed to get done on Sunday. It's always good for the Mustangs to beat UNT as well. So uh, SMU did not get swept in the uh, regular season against UNT, which is big. Finally, got to close out the podcast recognizing Rasheed Rice getting his Super Bowl ring in his rookie season. And it wasn't without a little bit of drama, of course, not only going to overtime and, and, and having that play out the way it did to get that second straight Super Bowl for the Chiefs, but also at the end of regulation, Patrick Mahomes, who, by the way, you you can't really fault Patrick Mahomes for going at his number one target, Travis Kelsey, to try and close things out. I, that, that doesn't shock me at all. But what was somewhat shocking is that Rasheed Rice went right up to Patrick Mahomes. It looked like watching it on uh, the broadcast and said, hey, I was open. And they got into a little bit of a, a shouting match there right at the end of overtime or right at the end of the regular uh, regulation. And I think there's a couple of ways to unpack that, right? I wouldn't mess with Patrick Mahomes. He's won at such a high level. He's done what he's done already in his career, which is so special. But you have Rasheed Rice, who was clearly feeling confident, even after a, a fumble that luckily wasn't lost early in the game. And he ends up getting... Uh, targeted eight times, six receptions, 39 yards in the game, two carries, five yards as well. And again, he had that fumble, but he had uh, 67 snaps. That's 85% of the snaps on offense for the Chiefs. And I don't know what that ranked among the wideouts, but he was able to get some early-ish action in. And then he had some key catches in overtime. He had that cross in overtime. I think it might've been a third down. He broke it for a big gain. But man, what a story that would have been if he could have caught that one at the end of regulation. Would have been a walk-off type of touchdown for him as a rookie. Uh, All the storylines that could have been there. But hey, it worked out. They're Super Bowl champions. Rasheed Rice had a record-setting rookie campaign with the Chiefs. And uh, he is going to be somebody that is, depending on how Kansas City continues to handle receivers, is going to be playing at least for the foreseeable future with the Chiefs, and he's somebody that is scratching the surface on how good he can be in Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes at the helm. He finished the regular season with 79 catches, 938 yards, 
seven touchdowns. He added 26 catches for 262 yards and a touchdown in the postseason. He is a clear-cut, number one level type of receiver. And just the way Kansas City plays football, they're spreading it around. You've got Travis Kelsey. You've got some of these other guys that they plug in there. And it it just – I don't know if we'll, we'll see Rasheed have a 15, 1,600-yard type of season or 1,200 or 1,300 even – just the way Kansas City is, but what he is is a number one receiver in the NFL. I think he showed that uh, throughout the season with his record-setting rookie campaign and Patrick Mahomes uh, after the game saying that he's going to see a lot of him this offseason. He's lucky that he lives in Texas, as does Patrick Mahomes. So it's going to be uh, just the beginning, I think, of a fruitful relationship between those two. And Travis Kelsey said after the game he's coming back, going for that three-peat. So he won't be moving on and retiring, but at some point he probably will. And then you're going to have Rasheed Rice being that number one guy for Kansas City in all likelihood. And so that's going to be pretty cool for SMU fans. Obviously, Lamar Hunt gets another Super Bowl, another SMU alum, uh, and and ties to uh, the the Dallas area. So pretty good night for the Mustangs. Danny Gray was inactive for the 49ers, but they just fall short just yet again in a Super Bowl under Kyle Shanahan. So it'll be back to the drawing board for them as far as how they get over the hump. But a special night for Rasheed Rice. He was hugging Andy Reid after the game. Really looked emotional in that moment and was able to uh, land a Super Bowl in uh, his first season, which is just hard to come by, but he's in a pretty special situation. So congratulations to Rasheed Rice, friend of the program, and uh, one of the greats to come through SMU. So With that, hope you guys enjoyed this Monday edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. We will catch you guys later this week with another edition. We'll start taking a look at spring ball. Going to try to get some guests on here and talk about some national perspective to college football and things like that in the ACC as we start to turn our attention to what's next for the program, which now that football season's over, it's spring ball and preparing for that first season of ACC play. So hope you guys enjoyed this edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. We'll catch you guys later this week. Appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for listening to the On the Pony Express podcast with Billy Embody. Follow us on your socials on X at SMU on 3 and on Instagram at on3SMU. And keep it locked to ontheponyexpress.com for more coverage. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.